0: hello everybody welcome back to homeschool the podcast where me and andrew rivers andrew rivers and i uh tell monologue jokes for a little bit with a guest who's a comedian and they laugh or leave the zoom or make fun of us or tag the jokes and uh, then we talk about our lives and comedy and uh, what's going on in the world but mostly what's going on in the world because we don't have any lives um today we are with the phenomenal, the wonderful Joe, Mr. D. Dombrowski, say hi, Joe.
1: Oh my God, phenomenal and wonderful. I yeah. am
2: fully erect. Thank you. <laughs> we can see that, <laughs> and you can too if you join the Patreon. All right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh what do you got before we get started we want to know what you have coming up and the audience wants to know where they can see you live
1: oh man i am i start my tour in two weeks it's crazy i'm going to be everywhere literally the whole country starting in columbus and then i'm all over florida texas california literally everywhere you you can go to my website for tickets mrdtimes3.com would love to see you at a live show
0: Right, Mr. D times three dot com. Check it out. All the show dates. Andrew and I have a couple shows coming up uh July ninth and tenth. We're gonna do some theaters locally, North Bend and Everett. Uh what else you got, Andrew? Anything else?
2: Uh July 8th, Oklahoma City, Bricktown. It's official. Um, it's yeah, it's the- wait, you know, I don't know if it's on the website yet, but I <laughs> confirmed over text message. So all right. Good. Be there and, uh, you know, some opening for Hofstetter dates in Sacramento and San Francisco, but uh, those will be full regardless if I talk about it. So come to that Everett. Is. That's the main one. That's going to be like five hundred people, hopefully. So yeah, it up, baby, uh,
0: tooting our own horn a little bit. We got a month left almost and we've sold two hundred and
2: sixty tickets or something oh like that. Something Lord. like that. Very yeah. Exciting. So. Forty-seven percent full, just like my emotional uh, something, just like uh, something, (laughs) just like the number of uh... this
0: episode, Uh, (laughs) forty-seven. Yeah, let's start the jokes, but first a three-second pause because I don't know how to edit things.
2: Just like Corey's ex-wife's vagina, forty-seven percent full. I don't know if that works,
0: but yeah, (laughs) used it is now. Didn't used to be all right.
2: Pause. All right. Well, here you go. There you go. Right. We're up. Oh, we do. Are oh, we we're back now? Yeah, I forgot the silence. We never we we don't do anything. Hey, welcome to Homeschool podcast. Episode 47 with Corin Michaelis and myself, Andrew Rivers. Uh, although my new nickname is Clout Chaser. So uh, as we try to embrace this new label, all we're going to talk about this whole podcast is our bachelorette Katie Thurston. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to tag her and uh, uh, annoy in. the shit out of her. So. Yeah.
0: Clout chasing and clit chasing, by the is way. It a, is uh, it clout
1: chasing if it was before she was even the bachelor? Aha! Uh-huh. La- at the bachelor, at
2: aha! Uh-huh. Uh, I I asked another guy who's an official bachelor blogger, and he he just said. I'm riding the wave of the clout, not chasing it, and I was like, I like that description a little better. You know? I'm just yeah. taking whatever scraps come to me, you know.
1: Surf
0: <laughs> that clout, rivers. Surf <laughs> it. I love it. Uh, well, he's With my wavy hair chasing. Yeah. He's clit chasing. He's doing all the chasing. Ride that wave. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. She threw a little shade your way. What's the deal?
2: I don't, You know, hey, in my defense, one of her tweets could change my life. So step it up, Katie. Let's go yeah, tag true. me in more stuff. Let's <laughs> wait back it up. What was the shade? Oh, uh, just... uh, it was just a DM. I, I was talking about her in my story. I wasn't tagging her or asking for a shout out or anything. And she was like, I'm rolling my eyes so hard at you. Um... You need to calm down with your clout chasing. And I was like, I'm just talking about you. I'm not asking for anything, but, you know, <laughs> But one tweet
0: could change my life,
2: (laughs) but also like, you know, she did say like before she got famous, she was like, I'm going to plug your stuff so non sexually. And I was like, let's go for it, you know? But I guess Uh she's got a tweet about the show and ABC for a while. So, uh, you know, I'm not uh, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, well, what more
0: does she need to do for you, though? You know, I don't know.
2: I, you know, she could get me laid uh, with one of her female fans uh, for all yeah. the time she drunk dialed me at one in the morning. Ooh, he had
1: <laughs> said it on a podcast.
0: <laughs> it's okay. Let's no one listens, Get it out so. there. Oh, dang it. Let's That's, get it out there. Don't say that. The reason I got him as a guest is because I told him we had 10,000 000- <laughs> search
2: Oh, shit. Uh, all right. Well,
0: uh, just get, well, you know, uh, well,
2: three people might swipe up on my story and I got 10,000 followers. So that's pretty woo. good. Ooh. Good
0: rate. Uh Well, you're going to get laid more than once. That's that'd be dozens of times if it was all the time. It would be great. And- yeah.
2: Well, uh, you know, things are looking up. I got a hot date with a friend uh next week. We're going to watch the show and drink wine together. So that could be something maybe okay
0: wow wine and bachelor night does this friend know you're straight
2: <laughs> we're, we're about to find out
0: aha do you know you're straight
2: i uh i'm not 100% sure we're about to find out actually
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's pride month this is the best month you got 16 more days
2: uh, well it will be there's
1: no there's blurred lines over here
2: <laughs> yeah yeah they'll be the time to come out but uh uh, did you watch the premiere? Did you watch this first episode yet, Corey?
0: I have not. Joe, did you not, catch and it? I'm
2: so glad they didn't cast me because uh, just every guy is like a buff firefighter. And he's like, this is my orphanage. I volunteer at my spare time. So, uh,
0: yeah, well, we do dick jokes for drunks. It's different, but it does feel like charity.
2: Yeah, we get paid so little. It's basically volunteering. So. Right. Uh, But all these guys are super athletic. I couldn't hold a candle. They're like, this guy's a hockey player. And they show him playing hockey and banging a guy into the boards. And I'm like, what would they do with me? Like, oh, he's a comedian. And it's just me jerking off into La Quinta. I just want (laughs) to find love.
0: (laughs) Just banging yourself into that headboard. Uh, Well, maybe you applied too late. They did already cast a super religious guy. So maybe they didn't want two virgins in the house
2: uh unnecessary roughness below the belt <laughs> um i could use some roughness below the belt but uh you know what <laughs> for all this shit, i'm gonna talk about katie forever but uh i'm glad that it all ended this way because at least there's closure you know
0: yeah most relationships end and the judge says you can't talk anymore and you spend <laughs> three years <laughs> Going to therapy and then writing jokes about them and like, you're what the hell happened? I don't even know.
2: Right. Yeah. But this way I get to watch TV and then I and then you go, oh, she's really good at dating 40 guys at once. And then you're like, oh, that's what happened. She's manipulative, you know? So <laughs>
0: oh, gotcha. It's fun. Well, <laughs> you know, maybe you don't stand out enough from 40 guys.
2: Mm, well, I wouldn't stand out enough at five guys, so <laughs> I got gotcha. you.
0: Well, wow, back to therapy for you what's uh what's non bachelor at front so yeah I was I gonna go to say
2: let's move on um, right. uh for for just now. we'll talk about it more later but uh <laughs> <laughs> um, uh vaccine stuff people are holding uh their keys up to their face and sticking them on their face to prove that the vaccine causes uh magnetism hmm. uh the only problem is that keys are not magnetic, so huh a key sticks to your face, you're not magnetic, you're just disgusting. Oh,
0: yeah. Right. Seattle, uh, speaking of vaccine, is the first major city to hit 70% of vaccinated people. That's, uh, you know, two of us, maybe three of us in this podcast. I don't know. No, I'm not gonna ask your, men- your medical information. <laughs> Vermont's 80%.
2: Uh, you you need a uh, you need to show your vaccine card before you get on this podcast. That's <laughs> oh, uh, one of the requirements.
0: Vaccine passport. Uh,
2: yeah. The, uh, well, um, uh, Vermont is actually a state with 80 percent of people vaccinated, but that's still less people than the city of Seattle. Yeah. And only 29 percent of people in Mississippi have vaccine. It's a, a third world state out there.
0: Oh, wow. Well, maybe if they started offering dental work and diabetes medication as the incentive.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I don't get the incentives. Like some companies are offering uh, exotic uh, vacations if you don't get the vaccine, like uh, a non-inclusive zero expenses paid trip to a hospital. So that's exciting. (laughs) Well,
0: speaking of exotic vacations for my trip, to Dubai, I have to get a COVID test less than 72 hours before departure over a weekend. Can't be a rapid test. I got to get the results in time to check into the flight and I have to print out all the results and I don't have a printer.
2: Well, uh, have you tried Photoshop? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. That seems pretty difficult. I don't know how you're going to do that.
0: Well, I don't have idea if it's possible, but like maybe best case scenario is I'm going to have to break into the office of a Shake Shack at LAX and just hope they have a printer.
2: Your vaccine results are, are your they're printed on the back of uh, a receipt. receipt. <laughs> <laughs> is that really your best plan to be like, oh, here's uh, three uh, Baconators and then uh, my uh, <laughs> negative test results?
0: Well, I actually no. I actually scheduled four tests with four different companies next weekend, so. Uh, Clearly, my trip to one of the richest cities in the world to tell jokes is much more important than public health. So skipping the line. Good for you. (laughs) Oh, yeah, have you? Oh, have you heard anything from that mating season reality show?
2: Oh, yeah, this uh, I reply. I got a a, a call back for this uh, Discovery Channel TV show that they're not going to cast me on uh, because all I've heard is crickets which is also an insect that describes my dating life.
0: <laughs> okay, Last week it was cicadas this week. Crickets yep. next week. Ants. Maybe. I don't know
2: why ants.
0: Well, both of you are always lifting thousands of times your weight off of them.
2: Oh, that's
0: an Andrew skinny joke. Don't cancel me.
2: <laughs> I, I, um, yeah, I didn't really get it, but, uh, I just got back <laughs> from the gym. I'm swole, man. I'm doing good. Um, And uh, I'm not lifting any heavy ladies off me. I'm not lifting any ladies off me. So (laughs) your joke sucks. (laughs) Don't make fun of me.
0: (laughs) Well, well, let's switch. Let's switch to teaching teachers in Nevada uh, well, are being uh, encouraged by a group of people who want them to wear body cameras. I don't know. I I think it's kind of a good idea. If Joe is going to have a gun, we need to be able to see what happens.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it'll certainly make those student teacher sex tapes more interesting. Oh, boy. Uh, Like (laughs) (laughs) the POV porn. Actually, the story was about uh, they don't want you teaching uh, politics or uh, critical race theory or any of that nonsense. Oh,
0: interesting. Well, that would have been very difficult for me, because I literally taught the government class, which was required to graduate. So I don't know. (laughs)
2: Well, speaking of government, did you hear uh, what Biden did this week? Oh, no, I didn't. Right. Isn't that great? It's it's a good good news.
0: Uh, I did say the big news from the week was that the G7 summit Biden incorrectly claimed that Boris Johnson had not introduced the president from South Africa.
2: Well, I'm glad that is a lead story. That's very important for us to talk about.
0: Biden was like, "Hey, you forgot the president of South Africa is here." And Boris was like, "Yeah, I mentioned it." Biden was like, "Oops, sorry." And now it's clear he has dementia, isn't qualified to be president, and we should start the impeachment process.
2: It's weird how that uh, that wasn't a deal breaker with the last guy for them. So (laughs) dementia, you know. But uh, speaking of uh, forgive and forget, uh, our boy Jeffrey Tubin is back on CNN this week. Uh, Really? Guess he. Decided to take another whack at the news.
0: Ah, well, you gotta hand it to him. He is trying hard and they forced him to sit there and apologize for masturbating on camera. He said he went to therapy and he's volunteering, doing work at a food bank, might get on the bachelor soon for all that.
2: Hey, good for him, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, he actually got fired from volunteering at the sperm bank. Apparently you're not supposed to taste test the samples.
0: Oh boy. Taste testing the samples i've uh taste tested my samples andrew uh, i'm not gonna Ooh. force you to respond I want to hear that
2: and, story <laughs> well you
0: know a lady once sure i'll tell that story uh all right well one time a woman was like i think it'd be hot if you if you jerked off and then uh tasted that come and sent me the video so i <laughs> did it
2: you couldn't just put like hand soap and and uh, <laughs> that's gross, you know, <laughs> the jizzy hand soap. Yeah. It tastes disgusting, disgusting, so- <laughs> oh, gross, well, out of your mind. <laughs> yeah, a little bit.
0: So anyway, that's what I did. And it was uh, you had to wash soap. your
2: mouth out with soap afterwards anyway. So
0: <laughs> well, it worked. Uh I don't know if uh, Mr. D. <laughs> I'm uh Googling
1: Jeff. I'm googling the whole Jeffrey, Jeffrey Toobin situation. <laughs> I was completely unaware oh, yeah. of this, but this is amazing.
2: Isn't it insane? Yeah, they made him sit there and go like, "Welcome back. You've been gone for a while." And he was like, "I'd like to apologize. And uh, I accidentally masturbated on camera." And, <laughs> and uh, it's the- so weird when it's like they make him sit there and talk about it.
1: The way that some of these articles are written are really misleading. Though it's like Jeffrey Tube masturbating on camera chat between members of the New Yorker and WNYC radio last week. It made me think that they were like all in it, like masturbating oh, right. together,
0: <laughs> like a Zoom circle jerk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess not. Who asked to eat the uh, cracker first, or what was Literally. that? The I never the bis- biscuit. Yeah. The biscuit. I never did that. I didn't know that was a thing.
1: yeah. I never, um, I never won that.
0: <laughs> Which one's winning <laughs> based on my on story. Feeling. Apparently yeah. finishing first and trying it was winning, but, uh, <laughs> Hey, again, also, if, you're,
2: if you're, uh, if you're, uh, coming first in a circle of dudes, uh, you know, that says a lot about you. Maybe that you're not prepared to admit it. 13, I'm guessing. That could
0: be, that could be. Oh, interesting. I don't know. Huh. Well, we're done with the jokes, but we're now we're just talking to you. <laughs> we're
2: just talking. Now we're just
0: welcoming you to the part where we don't uh, stroke, try and stroke our own egos. Yeah, but but on uh, hey. hey, whoever
2: finishes their ego first on a cracker. I'll uh, <laughs> be oh, it's a biscuit, <laughs> a biscuit. Sorry. Last time I came, it was on a cracker, but enough about Corey. All right.
0: Oh, <laughs> man. All right. We still got jokes. So, hey, we uh, we Know you virtually, barely know you in person, and enjoyed our time hanging out with you in person. But you've been in Seattle this whole goddamn time?
1: Oh, God. What's this whole goddamn time?
0: I don't know. The whole time you've done comedy?
1: No, hell no. I'm from Detroit.
0: I knew that, but you, so you did comedy in Detroit.
1: Yeah, that's where I started. Okay. That's where okay. I got my start. Right. So I did comedy in Detroit for, let's see, let me do math really quick. For seven years. Then- uh, Okay and then moved to Chicago for a little while, and now I'm here. So I've been doing comedy for 11. Got it,
2: okay. For a little while. When did you move to Seattle? So I moved to Seattle. the math says
1: two years, three years Three, ago. three years ago, yep. All Good right. job, Good. Mr. Teacher, yep.
0: Well, you know. Well, that's, I was worried that, like, he's been doing comedy this whole time, and I didn't know, like, how is that possible? But that no, makes yeah, more it, sense
1: it was really hard starting over and coming here. I didn't know anybody and I didn't have a network. So it was, I was like back on, I don't mind doing mics. I always did mics even when I was back home doing comedy for a long time, but going back and doing mics and not knowing everybody, anybody, but knowing that I could like hold my own was a really weird situation to like get back on that ground level. But I've met some like, like my, my friends in the scene, I've just I'm so grateful that I got in when I did because I've had so
0: much fun in the Seattle scene right and then was a year and then you know fucking a year and a half ago it was like oh also you can't go meet people yeah. in <laughs> yeah. your new scene yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah yeah that was hard but I we did stay connected as much as we can I will say though uh when I I very quickly learned that the Seattle comedy scene is very different. One of my first shows that I did was at Jai Tai, and I was like, oh, we are super careful with what we say in this city. Got yeah, it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, at, definitely at Jai Tai and the other Capitol Hill. I mean, club comedy. Love club Have comedy. You, yeah, I love those guys so much. I love the club. I love how they, you know, the story. And also, today was like the first time I saw one of their social media posts.
1: Me too. So like, was we're happy. back
0: soon. And I was like excited about that because every other post, uh, I'm like, hey, I'm totally on board with BLM posts and uh, get vaccinated and stay home. Also, I want your club to succeed. So maybe remind people that you're going to do comedy again soon, somehow, yeah. some way. <laughs> Something funny once in a while, maybe. Yeah, it was almost it was.
1: exclusively it like was, social yeah. justice stuff, which I think is fine, but I'm bored. Oh, I, I hate it.
2: <laughs> to get that shit
1: off my timeline. You gotta this is a place
2: for comedy. Mute. I follow you for comedy club <laughs> stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, now that you say that, I am definitely realizing that. But when they posted that today, I saw it too, and I was like, Yes. Was I, I love
0: that club. Rick's great. Rick's great guy. Oh, he's so awesome. He uh did all the post-production on my album, did a great oh, job. Nice. He's amazing. He's really good at all that stuff. I probably should have linked up with him before I tried to just record it myself. He would have, well, he, <laughs> he, we he all actually learned,
2: uh, <laughs> we all he learned did that.
0: To... That's not sure. He did that too. He did uh, he helped me a ton with that too. Um, but yeah, so that's good. Okay. So good. I feel better that I did. What's so, Chicago, What is Chicago different than Detroit or are those pretty similar?
1: Yeah, pretty similar. Detroit's. The, I'm actually really proud of coming up in the Detroit scene because it's very gritty. Um, there's not, comedy is very hard to come by in Detroit. There's not a lot of options for you to perform. And Detroit is a massive, massive city. So you can't really do two spots in a night and there's definitely not a show every night of the week. So you're driving like all over the city to do, 10 15 20 until you like start featuring and hosting and and all that so that was really hard but it like makes you so much better you know so when so, i and then chicago there's comedy all over the place right. you just gotta make it your in you know yeah, like i always said and then coming here was actually really cool because i was pleasantly surprised that there were i could i could at least get on every night if i wanted to which was which was a cool feeling again plus seattle's very small so you know really accessible to get to different things. But yeah, proud, proud of my Detroit roots.
0: Love it. Never and when, Andrew, you, when you, you say you went
2: to Jai Tai the first time and you were like, oh, right, we got to be careful. Yeah. What do you mean by that? I actually watched the first
1: time. So I I kind of backed out of my spot because I was a little bit worried because uh, it was all comedy with like I don't want I don't okay part of me wants to say comedy with a message but i don't think that's what i mean to say but i don't want it to get misconstrued but they all it was all and like here's the other thing too it was like every single person at the time was making a trump joke which i i very staunchly in those four years didn't do trump jokes because i thought it was a cop-out you just knew everybody had something and they were going to do it and everyone was doing trump jokes is very politically charged they all had like I am righteous about this thing. And I was like, holy. Righteous comedy. Right, so I was like, holy shit. I don't know about this. So I sat back and just watched. And then I saw a guy kind of get hissed at a little bit for riding the line. And I was like, oh, fuck.
0: Oh, wow. (laughs)
1: They're not, they're going to hate me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, whenever I get asked, right, whenever I get asked to do some of those spots, I'm like, are you sure? Like, Mm -hmm. uh. And I don't think they are sure.
2: but well, that the <laughs> go to like Comedy Womb or anything? Where was it? The Comedy Womb was like a safe space comedy and like any of that stuff. Never
1: went to that. But at Jai I remember specifically, I backed out of my spot because I have a joke where I call someone a bitch, but it's like gay. It's like, right. yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> but then I, I was like so in my head that I was like, they're not going to see that it's a term of endearment. Like it's like my, and, and also nobody in the city knows me. So at the time, so I was like, they don't know how I talk. They don't know how I am. They don't know that this is literally me being me. And then I did a show one time and somebody told me that I was um, being, I was, what did they say? I was personifying the stereotype of a gay man. I was like, I'm being you- me, I am a gay man.
2: I am a gay, am gay man. Gay man. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Oh my God. Yeah, you're being too flamboyant. Can you calm it down with the gay accent? No, this is how I talk. This is no <laughs> oh, that,
1: literally, Man. Andrew, it was exactly that. That was <laughs> really fun.
0: That is such an interesting. Like, I feel like it's almost or it's often someone who's not in the group trying to. Was it? A, was it? Was it someone who was queer or was it someone who was straight? Do you recall or do you know?
1: Uh so that was actually at my, uh, when I did NACA. Oh boy. Yeah. So it was students. So that was, but it was all around the same time too. So I was very much getting it. Okay. But you guys are like you guys came up in the Pacific Northwest, like Seattle scene. Like, do you even sense that anymore? And when you travel out of state, do you feel like, like, do you feel like, Oh shit, I can't, they would never say this in Seattle. Like, what do you guys, how do you perceive it?
0: I feel like we're a little bit outside of the quote-unquote Seattle scene, like on the edge of it. Uh, Andrew came up at Giggles, which was not like that at all initially for a couple years. No, or Laughs, you know. Comas, not like that. Laughs isn't really like that. Um, So we didn't do a lot of the independent Seattle proper shows Mm -hmm. over the years. Um, I just
2: came up in clubs because that was the only thing that made sense to me of like, oh, there's a ladder to climb. I mean, my delusion at the time of an open mic was like, oh, you host and then you feature and then you they'll just bump you up to headline whenever you're ready. And then it turns out clubs are like fucking we'll pay you as little as possible for as long as possible. We'll wait as long
0: as possible. Yeah,
2: right. And some clubs don't, you know, obviously Tacoma and laughs. They take good care of me and stuff like that. But um this I think this is new I think this is the the result of Trump maybe of like the last five years of like progressive social justice comedy and treat everybody and like Facebook canceling people and like calling out bad behavior so I think like we're sort of grandfathered in because we're old and uh Corey's gonna be a grandfather soon but uh (laughs) Uh, See, I vibe.
1: Uh, I vibe with that too because I feel like a lot of the times too, especially like as a gay comic, people expect me to like have this like platform of like of social justice. And like the truth of the matter is, is like I don't think I'm that person. Like I am just now learning about a lot of this too, and yeah. that, and that's not my voice. Like I don't do comedy about yeah. that. I do comedy right. about my work and how crazy my life my life is so when i do stuff like that and people like i want you to have a little bit more of an edge about like what it was like growing up gay and i'm like that my experience of growing up gay was not everyone's and i don't want (laughs) to be i don't want to be that platform i do understand though as like a gay man who's out publicly with no cares in the world is very uh uh admirable to other people mainly younger gays and i Respect that, and I hope they can find their courage through what I do. But I'm not over here trying to like be the voice of reason with my shit. You feel me?
0: Hey, Joe, could you tell your life story like a little differently for us, please? Right. Yeah. (laughs) Tell us about when you were discriminated against
1: and how you overcame that.
0: Oh, man. I, so I think that I'm sure people you yeah. say things about uh, that yeah. we are completely unaware of and uh we just sort of are unaware of it and uh yeah but it's, it turns out we we happen to be we happen to agree for the most part on all the social issues that those so, those folks believe in yeah so it's yeah. like we're on board it's just, yes you know, yeah and even in the act yeah we
2: kind of talked about this a lot because of the last year of like touring during covid and we're like I'm sure there's some people saying things about us, but none of it is ever to us or, you know, like. No one's ever posted anything that I've seen. No one's ever been like you specifically are a bad person for doing it. Like no one's ever. You know, I've never even heard anything like behind my back. Most of it's just not like. The only shit I got was like, oh, you're riding your dad's coattails. Cause my dad was a Seattle radio guy and is like, yeah, he's really helping me get booked on triple runs. Like I don't understand, (laughs) you know, I'm getting bar shows in Montana, you know, like. Well, it makes sense
0: that you're clout chasing Katie. I mean, that's how your career started. So uh, (laughs) exactly. yeah, yeah. I was just riding the wave. And I also just wasn't
2: that good at comedy for the first like three or four years. So I think like, uh, I don't know.
0: Well, if you get anything that someone else deems that you're not supposed to get or you're not right. you don't deserve, then there needs to be a reason for that and, mm-hmm. uh, in their sure. mind. So they, that's the one they used for you, and who knows? But uh, I someone gave me a real side eye at a show recently. I don't feel comfortable saying where or who, but uh, uh or like cold shoulder. And I was like, I thought we were really cool. Like, I, I, did I? And I just had no idea, and I wanted to ask, but I wimped out and just went on with with life so uh and maybe i'm totally misunderstanding but i mean it was like hugs to everybody else i'm like oh hey what's up i was like all right (laughs) she was probably like you've been touring in covid cities so Uh, i'm not coming near you but i have no idea i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't ever even
2: you know you're welcome for helping the comedy club that you're now performing at stay open so like i'm a hero in my eyes i risked my (laughs) life this and uh i saved all these people's jobs single-handedly it had nothing to do with anyone else. it was all me Funny.
0: well uh this tour is going to be wild and fun and uh it's interesting because you kind of can't do it unless uh, you can only do it in the summer so yeah. you gotta pack that baby in
1: yeah it's it's uh it's a trick so actually i'm in a really even more interesting situation right now so for those listening who don't know my backstory i'm actually a kindergarten teacher um and could comic-
2: you tell that story a little bit differently actually <laughs>
1: yeah kindergarten could you just so, say you were a middle school
0: teacher because it's a little more empowering <laughs>
1: so another way to say that is um i teach children who were Born out of decisions made in college, yeah, it's really great. No, but I, uh, I am. So the, this, uh, I was actually on full blown, uh, three country tour before COVID. So I was in, doing a U.S., Canadian, Australian run. And it was fantastic. And then COVID happened, and I couldn't finish the second half of my U.S. tour. But I actually left teaching for uh, the year to like really, really hit the ground running because it had finally gotten to that point, which was really great. Plus I had like an insane experience of burnout and education needed to take a step back to like recharge. Um, it was all lining up perfectly and then COVID happened. And then I was just over here forever with like nothing to do. And the fact of the matter is that I really do love teaching. I love it. And so many times in the comedy scene, people are like, Oh, you got a full-time job too. You're not a real comic. It's like, Hey, actually I am a real comic and I love my full-time job. So you know what? <laughs> I'm climbing the ladder a different way than you. And that's fucking fine. But I, um, So I'm sitting here with nothing to do. All my dates canceled. No idea when we're going back on the road. No idea when I'm going to get booked for anything. And a kindergarten position opens up down the street. And I was like, shit. So I just, I love kindergarten. Let's see what happens. I applied and it was a COVID relief classroom. So it was teaching in person. This classroom was only made so that they could get class numbers small enough to open in person. Interviewed, took the job. And uh, yesterday was let or Friday was the last day of school. So oh, wow. I am, I don't have that job next year. I want it. I want to <laughs> be back in the classroom. I want to continue teaching kindergarten, but I am fortunate enough to have another job that I can rely on this summer with all the touring. So it's kind of a weird situation that I'm in where I don't really know what the fall is going to have. But so it was uh, like
0: a one year contract job. I see. Huh? Yeah, wow. yeah. 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 Weird. You right? take a, a leave of absence like, so what I did was when I was considering going full-time was I took a leave of absence and my district was going to allow me to come back after a year if I wanted to. And, uh, they said, cause that's like an option and that, but you don't get your exact job. You get whatever's available. Yeah. You know? So They called me and I was like, Hey, I don't think I'm coming back, but what would the class be? And they were like, well, it would be middle school. And I was like, you can stop right there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. out. and then no. I moved on. So no did way. you did you have like that buffer of like a leave of absence with the possibility of maybe coming back the next year? Yeah, uh, so I, and I then you decline. Like he, bre- he burned or... the
2: building down and flipped everybody off on the way out. <laughs> I'm out of here. You'll <laughs> never see me. me again. Hey, but actually COVID actually, like, is hard. <laughs> <laughs> so <That was> <laughs> no, I
1: um I actually had I've only been in living in Seattle for three years now. So I had not worked enough to gain that uh abilities. privilege you have yeah. to you have to teach in the district for a minimum Tenure, I think it, yeah it's either five or five years i think in order to gain that so i didn't even have yeah. it but the truth of the matter is, is i didn't really i had a really bad situation with the building that i was oh, in right. so i was like i don't think it would have been working for me anyway so i took a risk and it was great it was great everything oh, was man. on the. literally my life was up <laughs> i was like going s- horizontal to the sky. Vertical, I mean.
0: Sure, vertical. Cool. Vertical, I was, I gonna, was just going. <laughs> I, was just going. I was just horizontal. That's my career. Loving that's, it. Hey, that's what I taught the kids. <laughs> is this is horizontal. This Shit. Is vertical. Shit, yeah. <laughs>
1: but yeah, things were going great. And then COVID yeah. happened. I mean, you guys know the story. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. But now I'm in a great situation. Wait, what's COVID? <laughs> yeah, I know this weird, this weird thing in your nose. The kids, my kindergartners, they call it yeah. they sickness. Isn't that the crazy? This,
2: they got the sick-
0: down with the sickness. Yeah, yeah it's sorry. like, it's scary when you sure. call it the sickness. Oh, man. Uh, it's
2: funny that uh, people would try to degrade you for having a job. Isn't it? As if comedy pays enough on yeah. the way, you know? Yeah. Because I didn't have a job and I made like $14,000 a year doing comedy for three years and like, lived in a car and all. And I like look back on that like that was really stupid. Like I should have just taken a job somewhere. Yeah. And uh, yeah.
1: I, say, I think about that all the time, too, because like, well. I sort of was destined to a life of being poor. I was going to be either a teacher or a comedian. So <laughs> let's be real. It wasn't really going to be Mr. Moneybags either way. Yeah. But Yeah. But, you um, got a
2: job. It's one of the lowest paying jobs ever. But yeah. uh, and a lot of stress.
1: And that, uh, yeah. that was the thing too. I was like going to the clubs and I was like getting just enough money to put gas in my car because teaching was so hard. Like I just needed that little extra money, that little extra yeah. push. And then people were still judging me for that. It was like, you know what, motherfucker, you're not even funny. So how about that?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't again, I never heard, but I, I know there must be rumblings of like skipping the line stuff with me. That would be my guess just because of like when I started, I was thirty and married and lived in a suburb forty minutes away from downtown, or if there was no traffic. And so, I just like Andrew, just like went to the clubs on the weekends and did spots or did shows. And so yeah, I don't, I didn't do a ton of like open mics early on. And uh, I, but it was like I'm, I didn't think it was gonna be my career either. I just was doing right. it. And I was like, doing okay at it. And then all of a sudden, most of like, us oh, didn't shit. think it would be your
2: career either. If we saw Still, you early on
0: the auditor of the, auditor yeah, yeah, years yeah, the IRS
2: didn't think it was your career, even <laughs> two like, years this ago, a hobby. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> you can't write off all this stuff for just a hobby. That's yeah, be real.
0: the way my uh, account because I got audited and they the results that came in were like, hey, this seems like a hobby based on what your returns say. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> You know how to cut deep, auditor. Uh, <laughs> have
2: oh, you been talking
0: wow. to audiences and bookers all over the country? Um, I think he's just a hobbyist. Uh, but I, uh, I didn't. He the way that tax guy explained it was a, uh, it's like a woman who's married to a really rich guy, and he buys her a horse, and then she rides the horse and gets into equestrian tournaments all over the country. And uh, tries to write off all of those trips, even though she never wins or never does well. And I was like, "Okay, is this common? Like, it's the very <laughs> Wait, specific explanation." That's what my comedy? No,
1: no. He said that to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. With that yeah. analogy,
0: uh-huh. that was his analogy. I've never said that.
1: You're you like, like a rich heading...
2: housewife that just gets into horses. I yeah. would have been
1: like, okay, can you hand me the fucking rope so I can hang my, who <laughs> yeah. says that to another person?
0: <laughs> that was oh my tax accountant. I was, I was paying him to do that. And I was like, oh, or maybe that was the lawyer, whatever. Either one person said that to me and I was <laughs> like. Oh my God. That's insane. That's yeah, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never heard insane. that part I never of the analogy it, I never part of never thought it, it makes it so much worse. I never thought it to be that funny, but I guess maybe I'll include it. I, th- I think it's
1: the audacity that's yeah, funny. Yeah, the,
0: the, the, the temerity.
1: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. That's crazy.
0: I need a. I need that husband then. <laughs> if, I, if this <laughs> yeah, analogy is yeah. gonna work out, could I get the rich husband? So that'd be nice. Seriously. So, um, yeah, because
2: you're the breadwinner in the uh, <laughs> in the marriage at the time. So. Um... Uh, yeah.
0: Well, this is all after. But yeah, the, when I was married, I was the breadwinner because she was running a business that wasn't really panning out and now equestrian writer yeah she's <laughs> yeah the, the the equestrian was my best friend she was writing uh, that's uh, what so she friend. was writing all right uh all right hopefully she doesn't listen but uh <laughs>
2: it's
0: true is, i don't know it's a, is anyways, that anyway yeah 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 well <laughs> oh, one of my best friends.
2: my god
1: i'm so happy i agreed to do this Oh, fuck.
0: So, uh, yeah, I didn't know about it. And then, uh, you know, it's, we're, we're still really great friends. And she actually, uh, a year ago, she Wait, messaged Wait, you're really Tuesday. great
1: friends with her or you're better? Her, you're not him.
0: Nah. He's, oh. I'm fine with him. Uh, they're together now and they've flipped two amazing homes in the Maple Leaf neighborhood of Seattle that are sold for millions and uh, have a baby and uh, very happy. But uh, I need can I be can yes, I have please, the name please. of your therapist? Like I I <laughs> they've gotta be great. So uh I, I think I'm over all of it, pretty sure. But uh, don't anyway, don't tax so. attorney
2: because that guy is a real dick, but the therapist is doing a good job. Oh <laughs> seems
0: my to be okay God. with all this stuff, you know. So uh yeah, so that that's that's how we but we get along great and she she actually cause she's a real big fan of Pete Holmes and uh pete holmes and i have a little bit of a similar uh you know christian background waited till our wedding night to have sex then our wives uh strayed a bit and and uh then we ended our marriages and then now we're comedians and he's very successful and i'm not that's where it really changes but uh she yeah, you to- really
2: tailors to- off at the Ooh. end there but uh no it's great come but on uh, he's got a billion views yeah. on his uh special there he's uh uh he's gonna sell a million tickets and ever he's he's a famous comedian. Go. He's doing yeah. well so they uh don't let us she messaged
0: me and she goes hey this is like this is she goes hey if you need to talk honestly on the stage or in your life or that has made his career and i'm a big fan of him please by all means say anything you need to say it's all true it's just say whatever you want about me and i'll be fine and i was like oh wow i don't really want to talk about it too much but that's nice you know (laughs)
2: i mean wow. pete
0: holmes had a whole has a whole podcast where he talks about it non-stop and his show was entirely about that uh his act is a little bit about it so she was like uh, i can't i'm not gonna do all this and then also be like hey please don't tell anybody <laughs> so uh it's pretty cool of her and then uh, yeah i go to her parents house for every birthday and christmas of mine uh, and they give me hundreds of dollars in gifts and uh that's how they buy affection, or that you know, that's how they show their love, and it's great for me. And they're great wow. people, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's my that's how I, I got feel into like comedy.
1: I'm your therapist.
0: Please ask away. <laughs> <or don't laughs> tell me anything. You really funny. got me. Well, going that's when I became his best friend because <laughs> he's like
2: he never gets laid, so there's no chance if I marry again that she's gonna go <laughs> sleep with him. So oh god. <laughs>
0: I'm looking for Andrew or gay best friends. So Joe, huh? Hey. Hey, <laughs> anybody who won't sleep with my future wife. Me and
2: Joe are gonna hook up now. So there <laughs> goes <your> whole plan. <laughs> I funny. mean, I'm only doing
1: it because Katie's been there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what What was uh, Jonas Barnes's gross joke he used to do? Do you remember? Probably not. Uh, I would suck. Uh, Ryan Reynolds' dick, just to taste what whoever he was dating at the time. <laughs> that is a good setup. It's was like, "Oh, wow. that's fun." But he said, uh, it, he "Joe, do inst- you have
2: a, a relationship with Katie at all?"
1: No, I don't. So I actually, oh, okay. um but I do. I'm very intuned. So that season, my mom is a Bachelor Bachelorette fanatic. Fun backstory. Okay, she's obsessed. Yeah. And I did a prank where I called her um, during the Bachelor, and I like filmed me calling her. And I was like, "Mom, there's an emergency. My car broke down." She's like, "Yeah, yeah, the Bachelor's on." And I'm like, "No, mom, I like need help." She's like, "I gotta go," and she like hung up on me. Are and, you serious? Yeah, the video went like kind of viral in Bachelor uh, Nation town. Is and, that on um,
2: YouTube or uh, somewhere I can find? I think you?
1: it's probably on Facebook. I'll send it to you after this. Okay. And Please. then um, thank you she the it went viral within like the bachelor community and the show actually reached out to us and they loved it and they flew us out to LA for the finale of one of the seasons and like they picked my mom and I up in a hotel lined with roses and wow. like drove us to the show with champagne in the back we had fantastic seats right behind the bachelorette's family like it was so crazy so then my mom was she nonstop talking about it and I was like well let's do an extension of my podcast but you and i will watch the bachelor because i'm not really into it you're like creaming yourself over this shit like <laughs> let's do it so we did And the first season that we did was was matt season which katie was on mm-hmm. and that's when i realized that that show makes me want to just put forks in my eyeballs so.
0: <laughs> it's so
1: long now it's so I mean, long it's, it's so oh long my now. god it's so fucking long <laughs> I'm sitting here. I literally, towards the end of the season of our podcast, I'm like, Mom, you understand that my Mondays are shot. I get home from work. I watch the show for two fucking hours, get on a podcast with you for an hour, do a Patreon bonus episode. I'm like, I want to shoot myself. This is
0: crazy.
1: So now we still do the podcast, but we switch it. We do a different show every single uh episode so sometimes it's weird shit sometimes it's good shit but i'm glad Got that it. we started it because it's a fun little thing that we do together
0: yeah what a great way to connect to <laughs> but us anyway
1: fun. all that to say that's how i know of katie but i don't know her sure
0: pretty. yeah but i started uh, uh, fast
2: yeah yeah i started fast forwarding towards the end of the season just because i was like let's just get to the parts that i care about which is my friend on the show but but now she's the whole center of everything. So you're like, oh, I got to watch most of this stuff. So is it crazy? Um, is it cra- like did you how long did you guys date? We never even like officially dated. We were like a Tinder hookup. Oh, but then
1: bumped ugly. We
2: never <laughs> hooked up because in the middle of our makeouts, she got a bloody nose. And uh, so I kind of I was like, we were drunk, you're bleeding. Let's live, revisit this another time. I've said that before and then I not noses just always like one that got away. Like the scheduling never worked out where she would break. She was always in long term relationships. And then she would like dump a guy and text me. And I'd be like, I'm in Atlanta. I'll be home in two weeks. Just stay single. <laughs> and then she would get back with her ex and then like one time I would text her and be like we'd be in like a talking phase and i'd be like oh i have a show near your house why don't i swing by afterwards at like uh, like 10 o'clock and she'd be like well you're just trying to hook up with me coming over at 10 p.m and i'm like well yes but also that's just when i get off of work like uh, you know right and so we've had conversations about that now where she's like oh i didn't realize i wasn't you know empathetic enough towards your thing. And I'm like, well, you know, that helps a lot now, but um, we're cool. <laughs> Everything's great. Is it and then weird like over the, the show? summer. Huh?
1: Is it weird to watch the show?
2: A little bit, only because of the joke I made where I'm like, oh, she's good at dating 40 guys like that's what happens. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like so when COVID hit, she was like first person I kind of reached out to because I was like, scheduling has always been the biggest thing. But now I'm forced to be home and you're probably home. So like, let's hang out. And uh, and we hung out a couple of times. And then one time we went, she wanted to go to open mic to see what it was because she was getting interested in comedy. And she was just about to do an open mic before the clubs closed down. And uh, the clubs just briefly opened up for like two weeks. And so we went to open mic. We hung out, you know, we uh, she was like TikTok famous at the time. So she like you know, posted a couple of stories with each other and just hanging out. And then when we we got back to my place and she got to her car and I was like, oh, you want to come in? She's like, no, I'm like, cool, great, it's good. And then she got home and she filmed an Instagram story with her cat where she's kissing her cat. And she goes, these are the only kisses for me tonight. And I was like, oh, that's like for some other guy. To see. <laughs> to see, you know what I mean, to be like, We're not dating. I didn't fuck this guy or whatever. And so I was like, oh, guys, or or whatever, you know what I mean? So it was like I was like, I see what's kind of happening. And then she got on the show and I was like, oh, this is perfect for you. You're a great actress and all this stuff. And uh, (laughs) You know, I think it's cool. I think it's exciting to watch. I don't mean that in a negative. Like she was good know. at act, acting on TikTok. She's good. She's funny. She's very funny. She's hilarious, which is like the other the thing she got mad at is I posted seen. a text one time and she was, you know, she was like, ah. And I was like, well, you were insulting me in a funny. I thought it's funny. I just think it's I think she's really funny. So uh, I think she's perfect for the show. I think she's great. Um, but I think we need a know. new
0: podcast, and it's just Joe being our therapist because this is really—he's yeah, yeah. uh, good. I'm really pulling here. it like out. of it. you guys today. <laughs> it's all—it's
2: all gravy. Um, I, I, do to I accept thing, everything.
1: Though. You say she's funny. Mm-hmm. Is she funny? Like she's a funny person, or is she funny? Like yeah. she could be a comic because there is a difference. I know a lot of good uh, comics who are not exactly just funny people. Sure. Right.
2: right. I don't here, think though. I'm right funny. here, though. But all right. <laughs> all right. Well, I don't think I'm like, I don't think hanging out with me is the greatest experience, but I think I can write a joke with the best of them. This podcast uh, aside, but uh, um, she I think she's more of a funny person that with some training could write really funny stand up. She's uh, if you've seen her TikTok, she's got fun stories about shitting her pants and all this stuff and You know, she when she went on The Bachelor, she brought the dildo and she had a good joke opener. And um, she obviously was like treating it like, um, you know, like um, a sport, if you will. Like, you know, she her like, what do you call it? Direct to camera film. You know, she was like, a lot of these bitches are going to be mad that they didn't prepare. And, you know, all this stuff. So she was like. I won't say like no one's there for the right reason to find love or whatever, but I think she was the most accepting of like, Hey, this is my chance to this change the course of my life. Right. Yeah. Now did yeah, you yeah. get any so,
1: tea on that season when she was just one of the girls? Did you get any tea? Cause that was a
0: shit show. Um. He hadn't started doing I, the joke really yet or he kind of started to.
2: Yeah. What? Um. I don't know what, Um. well, the only thing she kind of said was like, I I was kind of texting her during the season and, and it was just like, she was like, I don't know what they'll show. Uh, But everything that she kind of said was shown. I think like, um, the girls were not happy that she sort of narked on them. Um, but I was like, I was like texting her like, the thing that was amazing about her is like, you watch a reality show and you go, Why is that person doing this? And why isn't anybody doing something about it? And then she was the one that was actually like, doing Hey, it. you can't call people a hooker on national TV. Right. And I was like, That's really admirable. And that's awesome. She was like, the best contestant so,
0: I've ever seen. Uh, and I've, I've watched a decent amount of show. both. And I yeah. just was like, is the best one contestants it's their college contestants so funny but yeah she knows how to play the best.
2: game she knows what she's doing so um i have a little i mean i know a few things about this season but i don't know if she yeah, we we hung out and she kept being like oh, i could potentially be engaged and i don't know and uh right um i don't know if she um i thought she was going to pick one of the dudes from San Diego cuz uh, cuz i know she's going to move to LA but uh, I but it, but I don't think that's what uh, is going to happen. So I do know that she will fake put things on the story that she thinks will get people riled up. Like she's obviously doing very it well. media savvy. So, yeah, um, and
0: she has a particular I mean, today I happened to notice someone had commented, I wish you wouldn't talk about sex all the time. And she was like, no, nah, I'm not. I disagree with this. And uh, She's also had a she's apologized for some a couple of things that I was like, oh, come on. But uh, yeah. yeah, I don't uh, I don't see a lot of it, but I see enough to go. OK, she knows what she's doing. She's confident. She's cool. She's yeah, she's yeah, you should should have dated her. I don't know what you're doing. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> i <I'm> kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I tried, <laughs> uh, but,
2: you know, you not, not right. hard enough, maybe. But we're yeah, capitalizing on it
1: now. That's yeah. all that matters.
2: Well, you know, Ride it's not even, yeah, yeah, it's just like a you know, a friend of mine got famous and I'm not allowed to talk about it. I don't know, you know,
1: I thought you were gonna um, say a friend of mine got famous and I'm not, and I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah. well,
2: <laughs>
1: that's comedy, though. You know, she's, uh, that is comedy. She's good. You watch all your friends get it and you don't get it.
2: I that's just that's part of the game, it you is. know. It's, it's um, fun. she'd give me a shout out on Instagram, and a couple cute girls followed me, and we'll see what happens with any of that. And mm. this other lady wants to drink wine and watch The Bachelor, and um, I want that to uh, happen. Well, I don't know if she knows <laughs> that. That's uh, Joe's mom.
0: Is that Joe's mom? That you're it is, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's how we end the podcast. Which is, so you're uh, going
2: to have a brother soon. And, uh, <laughs> right. Great. We have to
0: play video games together. And, uh, right. uh I, uh, I do want to, I, this will go away if I don't say now. So I want to get your guys' take on this and I don't want to get it wrong, but, uh, some gay fellows who are very bold in the Instagram DMS. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's all, but that that's the only time anybody talked to me, talks to me, but, uh, so this guy, uh, man, how far back should I go? He calls me is Flaming. Is this the same guy that's been messaging both of us you? for a while? Is he you, David Red. Well, I shouldn't say. Yeah, 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 yeah. David something? I won't say. yeah. yeah, da- yeah. David something? Well, I'll type it in the chat. Yeah, well, he's done it. All right. All right. So well, he you sends know. Me a lot of things. Flaming, Corey Ray is what he calls me. Um, he always references Andrew. A lot of just sex jokes but the most recent was a video chat that then he ended or that i didn't answer and then the text was i just performed auto fellatio what uh okay thanks so far you agree that it's a little wild and then the most recent was i'm looking for someone to recreate d'angelo's
2: i got the same message
0: how did you got that same one yeah, sorry, oh, feel... he's,
2: you know, he's not an exclusive.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, This is trash. What is how... this? All oh, right. D'Angelo's, how does it feel video to fulfill my fetish? Please let me know if you're able.
2: Let's compare like... answers. What did you I say like... to him?
0: I don't reply to this guy. Who is this? Uh, is this uh, just okay. a fangirl
2: <laughs> for you guys?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think. i I don't know but i so i'm just a lonely
2: man on the internet i'm
0: asking you i don't know why i'm asking you guys well now andrew's on board has the same so i don't reply andrew replies occasionally it sounds like i just don't exactly know what to say or do like some people are like block people like that. And I'm like, no, I want to know their every single move. They oh, make. I do understand <laughs> that. Tori needs I'm the not... followers. He can't well, lose that, one. Too, <laughs> that too. I'll go under 10,000. If he, if he uh, blocks all the people up. that
2: say mean comments, <laughs> he's going to lose <laughs> the swipe up. Uh,
0: <laughs> so, but yeah, I just don't, I just, I don't even know what I'm asking other than like it, 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 uh, it doesn't really, I sent the, I sent a screenshot to several women today who are friends and I said, is this what it's like? Is this just what it's like every day to be a woman? And a hundred percent of them were like, "Oh yeah, I get messages like that every day from guys, usually with a photo attached." <laughs> so oh. I'm like, oh, "Okay, well he hasn't sent that yet, I don't think." But uh, I don't know. I just it's it's just is intriguing wow. to me what's going on here. I don't know what he is he.
1: Well, I'm I I'm always know. I'm always team don't fuck with crazy. Well, okay. Yeah, so I would I would say continue doing what you're doing and don't say anything.
0: Yeah. That's okay. an
1: unstable man.
0: Got it. All right. But see, then like
1: But I also understand that you want to know every Like I want to know his backstory. Like I want to know what trailer you were born in. Like all of it.
0: I don't know where he <laughs> lived. I want to know where he I don't want to, I don't want any surprises. <laughs> so right. No. I want no well, surprises. I
2: think he's from the Phoenix area scrolling through these old DMs. Oh, like, oh you are not right now. Oh, <gasps> Uh, he just says proud of you, flaming Andrew J. And I'm like, cool, thank you. Uh, and he calls us flaming and then, Andrew
0: J. And flaming yeah. Corey Ray.
2: Just did I a body shot of a... Jim Edmonds' ex-wife. LOL. Oh, Lots of he's unresponded.
0: Spotlight. See, I think um, he's trying to like be a comedian. Turn us. He's... <laughs> I think.
1: He's oh, trying to...
0: yeah, because he knows he's... we're not gay. I think, or I don't know. I don't know. What is the it? Give me a song? It's all curious to me is all I, 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 uh, yeah. He's, uh, oh, he you coming his, through. He wrote you a song. We're going to have to pay for that.
2: <laughs> Get the royalties.
0: Yeah, oh. I don't follow him. That probably is. He probably doesn't like that. Do you follow him? No. Okay. I don't think he follows me anymore, actually. I think he just DMs occasionally. Anyway, I don't know what's uh, going on with the guy, but. Uh, yeah, he asked me
2: to recreate the D'Angelo music video. I said, uh, all depends on the budget. <laughs> and they rang an answer.
0: Andrew fucks with crazy. <laughs> and I don't, I guess. I'm that's... willing to
2: entertain crazy, just. Uh, <laughs> and he said, this is more of a royalties type deal than budget based due to the lack of anything but one man stardom awaits. And I said, I'll keep it in mind. Oh, and funny. he said, OK, tell me how it feels, which is a reference to that. And um, and and they just sent me a photo of his only YouTube subscriptions are my YouTube and D'Angelo and oh, I just didn't
0: hurtful.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Well, you don't you want respond to, to his DMs, you know?
0: Uh, maybe I'll respond and get another <laughs> follower. All right. Oh God. Well, anyway, uh we uh we oh, man, it may so great talking to you. And uh actually let's reverse that. It was so great having you listen to us and our bro- <laughs> 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 we therapy really session. The- I feel I feel empowered and feel better, and uh Well, thanks for uh, having we'll me. We'll send thanks him your for way, hopefully. Thanks yeah. For yeah Yeah, you. We appreciate it. Um <laughs> Therapize This. Maybe that's the new name of the podcast. Like uh, you uh, are having a big tour. Mr. D times three com uh, line and then all the socials that Mr. D times three.
1: All of them. All, all of them. the places.
0: Smart. And uh, Andrew's Andrew J. Rivers on all of the things. I'm Corey Michaelis Comedy on all of the things. Thank you all for listening. Until next week. Goodbye.
1: Bye.